Hi everyone, what's up and welcome back or welcome to Behind the Girl Boss. My name is Amanda and I'm the host of this podcast. If you didn't know already, I am a full-time university student at Concordia University and I also do YouTube, Instagram, this podcast and own two businesses on the side. This podcast is, as the name is called, I like to talk about behind the scenes of social media. I mainly talk to girl bosses. I've never had a man on the podcast yet, but you never know what the future holds. This week's episode, we have yet another guest and her name is Hannah Forcier. She's currently living in LA and she is a YouTuber and Instagrammer. She has over 500,000 YouTube subscribers and over 40,000 followers on Instagram. I would say she's more of a lifestyle vlogger, YouTuber kind of girl. Um, she can correct herself for that, but that's what I would categorize her as. She had a video that went viral about three years ago. It's about how all her hair fell out. I don't know if you saw the video, but it has over 14 million views as we're speaking. This video kind of took off her career and now she's just blossomed into this magical soul. And I'm so glad that I'm able to be friends with her. The first time we met, I don't really know how long ago it was. It was my second VidCon ever. Um, I would say maybe I was like 18, so like three, four years ago, I was probably four years ago. We were both at the same VidCon hotel party. I know who she was. I don't really know if she knew who I was, but whatever. She was super nice when we met and our friendship just grew after that. And I saw her again about two years ago. I think it was two years ago or two summers ago in LA for VidCon again. It was at another VidCon party with Adobe. Um, and then I have not seen her since. So that means I really gotta get back to LA ASAP. Once this whole thing is done, I really wanna go back. But yeah, so basically this episode, we're going to be talking about her journey through YouTube, what YouTube has brought her, what social media has brought her, and the challenges she faces to date with social media. And yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode and it will begin very soon. So hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today we're with Hannah Forcier. Hi. So hi Anna. Do you want to start off by telling us a bit about yourself? Oh, sure. Like start from ground zero, like we're from the beginning of time. Um, <laughs> my name is Hannah Forcier. <laughs> I am originally from northern New Hampshire, grow, like grew up in a small town and then uh, three or four years ago maybe at this point um, I moved to Los Angeles to become an actress but instead got very very lost um, stuck in the fakeness of uh, Los Angeles and changed a lot and ended up uh, changing a little too much and then I ran out of money and tried to do my hair at home instead of going to a salon and it caused all my hair to fall out and so I thought about moving back home or moving to a small town and just giving up on everything I've ever wanted in life. But instead, I first thought of just filming a video to explain to my family and my friends like that I had messed up and that I hated myself. I didn't want to look at myself anymore and I didn't want people to see me. So I just was going to make one video, post it, send it send the link out on Facebook and then call it quits on you know life everything <laughs> yeah and so uh but I posted that video and within a week it was going viral and suddenly people all over the world related to me and apparently like things like that happen all the time and that it, it created such a community that 
like suddenly I, I didn't feel alone anymore and I had all these people people that I didn't even know that were all trying to comfort me and help me and tell me that I'm pretty no matter what and even though it it took a couple months and I had kept posting on YouTube so people could see what I was doing next uh it took a while until I started liking myself and then at that point point on I basically worked for myself and I had a career in YouTube and so I just kind of learned learned the way and learned how to talk to brands and companies and learned all the fun places you can go for free when when you have a following (laughs) and um and so I mean now I'm here that was like three years ago oh my gosh I'm so bad with with timing like life just yeah no trust me (laughs) but yeah so I'm here and and I work for myself and I love my life and I like myself and so now I just kind of create content to entertain people and it's usually kind of like beauty lifestyle based um mainly just to empower women out there and let them know that they are beautiful no matter what and that they can keep going after you know, not liking themselves. No, just that's like totally me. It's so cool. Like how the internet can literally like change your life. It's crazy. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, so we're gonna start off with some hot seat questions. So the I have three. Oh my god! Wait, like I have to answer quickly? Well, like you can take your time, but like you know, <laughs> I think they might be easy to answer. We'll see. I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> so, the first one is: What is your favorite store to shop at? Oh. Oh, my favorite store to shop at. Hmm. Well, <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> I recently, recently, I've, um, I've tried to stop buying clothes from malls and, and chain clothing stores. Um, and I really want to shop more at uh, Goodwills and secondhand stores because I have always had a passion for sewing and I know no matter what I can find that I can alter and make it something that I mean maybe even looks more new you know and so I'm you know got out the sewing machine and so now I'm, I'm trying to work on that right now so I guess Goodwill is my favorite you never know what you can find there yeah no I've like recently got into thrifting too um just because like yeah i feel like it's just better overall for everything like some of it's cheaper it's better for the environment like everything like that so that's really cool Mm -hmm. oh yeah i mean there's so many clothes out there yeah i know it's crazy it just gets thrown away yes so if you're listening to this try thrifting (laughs) (laughs) the next one is what is your best purchase you've ever made whether it was ten dollars or like five hundred dollars whoa okay best purchase i ever made um well, easily, I would say um, my puppy, my dog. Uh, he's actually a yes. rescue, but I had to I had to pay for his shots mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, his food when I first got him. So I guess that that whole purchase right there of of getting my dog, yeah, Coda. Your dog is my so angel. cute, obsessed. <laughs> and the last one would be, um, what's your favorite but overrated place to go to in LA? favorite but overrated okay I like there's I am just such like a movie buff person like I I am all for a vibe I'm all for like movie soundtrack while you're doing something and that would just be 
driving through like Mulholland Drive especially during sunset or at like midnight it's just like on the top of the hill you just like drive around you can see the Hollywood sign on either side of you you can see like Studio City or you can see Hollywood and it's just so crazy like it really makes you realize how many people are out there and how everyone is just kind of going for their dreams out here it's 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 pretty cool <laughs> and especially when you can like blast music and drive around like that's yes, the best. best thing I kind of like I see like everyone talking like Emma Chamberlain and stuff about Alfred's and I've like never been there I'm like oh oh my god yeah 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 my friend used to work there and so I've, I've only been there like twice but it's definitely definitely a vibe <laughs> they always have like cool wallpaper and lots okay. of plants okay I need to go there yeah you do a good little coffee oh. shop I love coffee I'm like obsessed with coffee it's really bad but <laughs> I'm trying to take a break spend all my money. During, <laughs> during this little quarantine I'm trying to take a break from coffee and so far I had a headache for like four days straight because of like caffeine withdrawals That's what I but hate. I'm fine now I'm good <laughs> this is pure energy no I have an espresso machine so like I haven't really not had coffee <laughs> But no like, way yeah it's really it's really bad it's probably unhealthy but gotta do what you gotta hey, do coffee's an art it is it really it's is. fun to make too so it's like a hobby yes exactly <laughs> um <laughs> so now we can like kind of dive into like the actual interview kind of part okay so something that i like to ask every single person on the podcast is where do you hope to see yourself in the next five years whoa um Gosh, there's like a piece of me that is is very much like my mom. And it's like wherever you are, like you are where you're meant to be. And so you can't you can only plan loosely because life will just take you. You know, that like my mom has preached that like my whole yes. life. And so I try to keep things very uh, open ended and not like I am going to be here because I mean I don't want to be disappointed and yeah, I don't for want sure. other people involved to be disappointed yeah um but and also it's just my personality that I am fine with with anything like I can find happiness in anything so but something I'm working on right now that hopefully will keep going into five years from now is I am starting a wig company right now okay um, that has uh, grown since um, my original YouTube hair loss story because mm-hmm. so many wig companies reached out to me and I learned so much about wigs and where they come from and that I really want to make my own. Um, That's super cool. And kind of advertise them as something like for fun to to add to a look instead of what a lot of wig companies are and a lot of their pitching is like this makes you pretty like want to feel more pretty wear this wig and I hate that I hate that so much so I just want my own so that people know that they can add that just like you would add an accessory you know and so I hope that that keeps yeah, going. Yeah, that's so cool. Thank you. Did you name it yet? Um, yes, I did. But you can find it online right now if you look it up. So, I, so I'm not going to say because it's not done yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but no it's, worries, no but it's like, it's it's cute. It's a cute name. <laughs> I find like naming things is like the hardest part of anything. Oh, for sure. For some reason, I, for I like have to think of people saying it like in all different ages, in all different tones of voices. <laughs> Yeah, and you want it to be, like, catchy since you want it to, like, last for a while and everything. Like, it's it's hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you kind of mentioned this before. What was the first ever platform you began creating on? And when did you, like, officially start posting on social media? Oh, my gosh. Well, growing up in a very small town and my parents not 
owning cell phones until I was the first one in my family to own a cell phone. Um, like I was very behind with all internet stuff. And like sure when YouTube first uh, was a thing, I saw a couple videos here and there that some kids talked about in school. But I mean, even <laughs> Twitter, I wasn't on like and Twitter was a really early one, especially in like my high school. But I just didn't care. Um, other than I mean, I guess Facebook was the first like social media I was on, but I okay. don't use that now. I, I like kind of, I don't really like Facebook, but I will say like the first social media that I'm like proud to say that I was on and I've changed a lot on there was, um, Instagram that I got on like right after I graduated high school, pretty much in 2014. So if you like scroll down far enough, you can see young, young me, young New Hampshire me. Wow. Um, but <laughs> I deleted all my pictures. Oh, you did? Oh, deleted? Like, like, really? Yeah, they're not cute. They're Yeah, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's so funny. I mean, I've, like, archived a lot of them, but I did put some back. <laughs> but, um... I wish I kept them because it's funny. No, like, that's that's it. It's like, okay, my, uh, my roommate, my best friend Logan, has been trying to get me to put all of my photos and videos and stuff onto a hard drive or put it in the cloud or something and I like can't do it I I like need to have them right where I know that they are and like like accessible to just show anyone at all times like it's it's very hard for me (laughs) so what happens if one day like whatever you're using right now like your phone breaks and you don't have any of your pictures what are you gonna do okay yeah that was also just brought up (laughs) to me like that um yes um I yes I am aware that I I do have to at least put them in a second location (laughs) yeah that's what I'm saying is I am like so so behind still with all of like social media technology anything like anything that people regularly use I am so slow at because I am a terrible learner and that's why I didn't go to college (laughs) um but uh yes I will put my photos somewhere someday yes thank you because working with like in tech and everything the amount of times I've seen people like lose their pictures and like they're crying because we can't do anything like you don't want to go through that no I mean my like my dad all growing up we had like a he had a camcorder in his hand every second of the day so we we have like stockpiles of tapes and dvds and vhs like you know tapes um and so like we're just a family of like hoarders of memories (laughs) yeah that's cute though it's bad (laughs) but i'll share the cute ones though and those can stay on instagram (laughs) yes (laughs) um so for me personally, the first people I've met on social media, I'm not friends with them anymore. But are, like, are you still oh. friends with any of the first people you've ever met through social media? Hmm. Um, I want to say, yeah, like all of them. <laughs> I, That's good. So I, That's good. Like, I came into like social media, again, like totally different. Like it was very small town mm-hmm. stuff first. And so, yeah, my original friends from high school, I don't talk to them anymore but the first mm-hmm. like internet friends that I made that you know nowadays aren't even called internet friends they're just called real friends yeah um and but my first like really first internet friends were a group of kids that I met at my first like YouTube convention 
And all mm-hmm. of them ended up moving to L.A. with me. That's cool. So, and almost all of them are still here or we're still really close. That's good then. Because, so, like... It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Because I remember, like, the first time we, like, met was at, like, a hotel mm-hmm. VidCon party. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. half the people that <laughs> I went there with, like, blew up on social media after and, like, they pretend, like, I don't exist and, like, the other people what? don't exist. So, who? I hate people I like that. I don't even remember who you were with when i met you i just remember that we were all in the same hotel room yeah no um yeah they like pretend like <laughs> like no, you no. know like i mess like one of them was going through like this like breakup and everything and i messaged them and i was like hey like i know we haven't spoken in a while but if you need anything like let me know blah 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 and they literally left me on red so i was like hey i, I give up <gasps> oh no yeah. oh my gosh that's the worst no i do find a lot of people that you know become quote-unquote like social media Mm -hmm. famous or you know uh they just get so typically get very full of themselves and 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 start changing in different ways and it's sad but you just gotta like hope that they'll have the realization that nothing matters and in the future everyone will be quote-unquote famous yeah i mean one of them was on dr phil so oh no (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's very easy what i've learned it is very easy to get on shows like that yeah i didn't know that until they got on it because i was still friends with them when they went on it and then after that they blew mm-hmm. up and they were like okay bye which is unfortunate <laughs> but oh. i'm still friends with like some of the people from the party but like not a lot of them which is kind of sad but you know it is sad um you know like when like i was i was in los angeles for like two years before or yeah, almost two years when I started, uh, like, all the YouTube stuff, really. And, um, like, as a career after the hair thing. And I met a lot of friends from parties and events and stuff before YouTube that, um, like, as soon as, like, my YouTube video blew up, they either wanted to be my best friend, make videos with me, wanted to be a part of all of my content, or they like didn't want to talk to me at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that was actually one of the questions yeah. I have. Like, since you have over five hundred thousand YouTube subscribers right now, do you ever feel like it's harder to make friends or like get into relationships because of that? Um, it definitely makes me second guess a lot, which is something that I've I've never really been like before. Like, I'm I've always been quick to help people, quick to you know believe in someone yeah believe someone but now like i i can't make a new friend and without them saying something that makes me second guess why mm-hmm. they're talking to me or like why they want to be my friend yeah that sucks and uh it sucks but he just i mean you you gotta watch out for yourself and, and but most importantly is like i am watching out for my fans for my yeah. fan base because I've grown very close with a lot of them and a lot of them are, you know, like teenage girls. Mm-hmm. And these girls, I don't want to just show, like, I don't want to introduce them to just anyone. I want to introduce them to people that I trust and yeah, people that sure. I know. That's, yeah. a, be- that's a good so mentality. Just, I'm just like, playing like the sister role. <laughs> yeah, but it's nice. It's like it's it shows that like you don't necessarily think of them as only fans, but you think of them like as a part of your life. So it's like better that way yeah oh yeah no I feel like I can tell them anything there was <laughs> there was the last um there was a VidCon that I went to two years ago 
um the you know like social media convention thing you know um and just for the the people that don't know (laughs) and uh and so there I had one of the weirdest nights of my life where I was in hotel rooms with like people that even I watched on YouTube that I didn't even believe that I would ever run into and that was like the craziest night oh I met uh uh what's her name Morgan uh Adams right no Morgan like is it uh, um Shane Ryland's Ryland's sister yes 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 yes. met Morgan met James Charles I like I was just like walking around with these people and the night was so nuts and things got so weird like with a friend that kissed me and like it like the night was just crazy that like in the morning I woke up I got ready and I went straight to the convention to walk around and a group of these girls that I'm very familiar with now that I know watch my stuff mm-hmm. I like first thing out of my mouth was like guys you would not believe what happened last night like I feel like I can talk to a lot of them mm-hmm. like they're my friends you know like they know so much about me and they're there for me and of course there are still boundaries yeah but for sure. you know things like that I'm like guys <laughs> you know who is just over here like that was crazy you know but it's better that way because like I remember the first time I met you like your mm-hmm. your personality and like how you act with people hasn't really changed which is a good thing because I feel like a lot of people oh, once God. they like <laughs> once they like blow up they like think of their followers as ways to make money and like you can tell like people who think that way and it's like unfortunate but like I'm glad that you haven't changed since then thank you thank you yeah I have no idea what version of me you met (laughs) um um (laughs) I don't like was I blonde yeah you were you were and like I don't think you even know who I was but you still said hi to me but I knew who you were because of, of someone but I like i remember i remember meeting you i think okay. we have a photo together i'm um, i have no idea but it's probably not cute. I, I can tell you if, <laughs> if there's a photo it's probably on my phone <laughs> true i don't keep all of them <laughs> so we're gonna kind of go back to like the video that went viral um so i sure. remember seeing your video about your hair falling out going viral like literally i had like moms on my facebook posting about it which was so funny to me because <gasps> oh, i was no. like that's so it's so weird because they're posting about mm-hmm. someone that I know and like it was just really weird mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> um, so you kind of <laughs> spoke about it a bit, but like how drastically did your life change after that one video? Um, wow. I, I honestly don't know where I would be right now if I didn't post that video. Like there was, it, it, it's so bizarre. All of these little things added up like Mm -hmm. me like losing control of myself and wanting to change myself so much to then reverting to using a product at home that was not good for my like not good for me not good for my hair and like me first me running out of money that was (laughs) that was probably number one to me making that decision second was me using it quickly um to get ready for I'm gonna call it a date it mm-hmm. was it was like a friend of mine that I kind of liked um, that I was going to see. So I was like quickly doing it. I didn't tell my roommate Dana at the time. And she's the one that like knew a lot of hair stuff. But I mm-hmm. didn't tell her like went behind her back so I could do it quickly. And then, you know, just it falling out in the shower and only one hair salon being open at the time um, of day, you know, because it was like eight o'clock at night or something. And then all three salon ladies deciding to shave my head you know on the spot and then me 
you know, deciding like the day or two later that I like didn't want to hide um, and I didn't want to scare people. I didn't want to worry my family, but I didn't. I cried every time I saw photos of myself like from before. Like, yeah. photos of me when I had blonde hair, photos of me when I had long brown hair. I just, like, I I thought I looked beautiful, and suddenly I, I didn't think that. And so I just kind of wanted to post a video so I could just let everyone know that I didn't like how I looked, and I was just going to go into hiding. Mm-hmm. And um, so because of, you know, my mindset before and during, like, my hair falling out, if I didn't make the video, I honestly have no idea where I'd be. I, I really would have just given up on anything. Like, I don't yeah. think I would have found beauty in myself if I didn't have, like, millions of people telling me to look again in the mirror. No, honestly, like, when I watched that video, I was like, she looks so good. And I was, like, shook. And I was like, <laughs> I wonder what I would look like. But I didn't cut my hair, but... You would look bomb. Here's the thing. Literally everyone would look good with a shaved exactly. head. Because it's not, it's not the shaved head. It's, it's you. being able to see yeah. your face. Yeah. You know, it's it's you. But I feel like, yeah, society, like, makes us think that, like, oh, girls, like, to look beautiful, you have to have, like, this nice mm-hmm. long hair and so many other things, which, like, is not true at oh, all. I know. But it's good to... It's, like, it's it was terrible. nice to see, like, your evolution from like that video to like where you are now and like you seem very happy and confident and everything so it's like a nice nice little glow up (laughs) thank you it feels good I am definitely I feel before I was like like when I was like blonde LA running Mm -hmm. around to clubs and stuff I thought I was the hottest person in the room (laughs) I was like the most confident that I looked so good but like I remember feeling that and I remember Mm -hmm. running around like that and like it just was not real like it was not real confidence yeah like if you caught me in the right moment I could I could have like cried or something you know but now like I can wear a sack and walk around (laughs) Walmart and like I don't I'm not like putting myself above anyone I'm just like confident in me just being me and like if anyone wants to start a conversation with me then they'll see that like I'm friendly yeah I think that's what (laughs) that's what matters yeah exactly like it's like personality over like everything else basically like once you're happy with yourself and like Mm -hmm. who you are after that like Mm -hmm. everything goes uphill but do like absolutely do you ever wish that like another video was the one that went viral or like are you content with how it happened wait um i think that's just how it had to happen you know for me and for uh like i guess my my followers the people that that first started uh following me because of that video but definitely in the beginning, I was like, I was kind of bummed because that video is so sad mm-hmm. and kind of dramatic now. I mean, rewatching it, I'm like, oh, my God, I look fine. But like, I mean, it was like it was like, like raw emotions. So, yeah, like I was so sad. And I think that's why it touched my family and my friends a lot more than really a, mm-hmm. a, a lot of other people, because I am not that sad person. Yeah. Like I'm just not I've never been like that. And so with people that knew me, they were like, oh, my God, this is real. And um, yeah, so I, I sometimes I wish that they would have found me from a video that showed my everyday happy personality. But there was no other way. Like that's that's the way it had to happen. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. So like a year after that, I think you made a video where you had your friends shave your head. Um, mm hmm. 
how did you come up with that idea and like how did it make you feel like what was the process of it all well I I knew like it was really the moment I really started liking myself and I started laughing at my hair growing out and going through the awkward phases of it being you know buzzed short Mm -hmm. and then it getting like over my ears like your your hair just growing out looks so bad half the time but as long as you can like smile and laugh at it it's great and when I was able to smile and laugh at like myself like feeling like I looked ridiculous and whatever it like that really showed me that I was fine with whatever my hair looks like and I and I really wanted to be able to have a shaved head and like myself Mm -hmm. because I didn't get that the first time so I already knew that one day I wanted to do that again Um, but then as the time got closer to the one year anniversary I really thought about it and I thought you know because of all the friends that came and went during that time of my life, I really wanted my closest friends at the moment that all had an impact to that year to all come together. And um, I got one of my friends to help me like artistically <laughs> put put up, like set it up with me. And um, yeah, I just sat in, a, sat in a chair and had all my friends come in at a certain time and we all just passed the razor like the electric razor around and shaved my head yeah I definitely had like I had a Red Bull though right before which was not a good idea (laughs) because already I was like really nervous but then my heart was like racing so I like could barely do like a little tiny bit of hair before I had to pass it to the next person but it like the the whole video itself I love so much and it's still like like it's so weird that I can make me cry yeah no (laughs) yeah for real but when I uh, it like so we shaved my head and then afterwards I did the audio because I knew that Mm -hmm. I wanted to say something in the beginning and I want like I just wanted to be like a movement yeah like something to like really help show people more why like why I did that and and what I'm doing it for and so when I like thought of the right words and how I'm doing it for everyone that doesn't like themselves because like I don't know if if you knew someone or you started to look up to someone and they chose to look the same way that you know made them feel ugly but they're doing it for you like wouldn't that like feel like that would make you feel some way right yeah like that was one of my favorite videos of yours and like I never thank cry you. and it actually made me cry so oh thank you oh my god that means so much to me so that I feel like no matter I could be like 30 years old making YouTube videos that is always going to be the video on my like homepage. like yeah. that's going to be the main thing that you see on my profile it's a really good one I'm very proud of it um so what's one thing you wish you knew before I guess we'll call it fame I don't really know what to call it but like what's one thing you wish you knew before <laughs> all of this Hmm. I wish I knew. Um, like whether it be about like social media or like the people you have in your life or anything like that. Like, I mean, throughout throughout the span since that video, my channel has had, of course, it's like ups and downs. Of yeah, one video gets a lot of views, and suddenly I I feel like taking, you know, a break or something, and now my videos get less views and. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I still get down about it sometimes when videos don't go as well as, you know, I thought 
I thought it would, but um, I think I I went through a very long period of just constantly spitting out new videos, you know, because first because I say I say I will, and mm-hmm. you know, I like holding holding myself accountable yeah. to that, but like I I wish I took more breaks in the first like two years. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, because. like that that's a it's a lot because as soon as I realized that like I I make money from other people liking me Mm -hmm. it it it, like it just rubs it rubs you the wrong way yeah it it doesn't feel good yeah no and so if if only if only I took more breaks in the beginning then I wouldn't have felt as burnt out later as I did you know for sure makes sense like I know like a lot of like YouTubers take breaks and stuff because I mean people Mm -hmm. think it's like Oh, you just sit down, you film yourself, you edit it, and you upload it. But it's, like, a lot more than that. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, I mean, social media itself is – it's run on, uh, you know, algorithms. Yeah. And those things only work if you're constantly putting things out and on every single platform. So yeah. if you want to be the best, if you want to grow, grow the most because that's so important to you, then that means you have to post on at least – everything that you have once a day like at yeah. least no yeah and it's crazy. that is in it so much <laughs> yeah you know so all you can do is you know do the most for yourself and do the most that you know your mental health will allow you and and then just know when to have off time for sure do you ever feel like your mental health is at risk because of social media yes Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's so many articles and stuff about that now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure even like way back in the day, you like YouTubers used to like feel this way too. For sure, um, yeah. But yeah, some some days it's it's crazy. Like I, I'll be perfectly fine being like on, on top of it. I could film one video and I could film the next video and then I could happily go on like Instagram live and, and talk to people so energetically. But if I do all of that in one day, the next day, I'm telling you, my like brain won't even like connect. Like I yeah. couldn't even sit down and look at my phone for more than 20 minutes. No, it's crazy. You know? like, so, yeah. yeah. No, I feel like people don't re- like people. It's kind of hard to like put it into words, but like people look at bigger social media people and like they think that their life is so perfect because they have everything that they think that they want. But like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. like that, like being like having social media fame doesn't cure everything. If that makes any sense at all. No, no. And I love how you worded that. You were like, they have what you think you want. Yeah. And like that. Like that's really it. Like you think you want all of that, but like at the end of the day, you could have the same thing, and you wouldn't feel like how you thought you would feel. Yeah. No, so, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, what's the coolest sponsorship you've gotten to date? Ooh, coolest sponsorship. Mm. Um, gosh, let me think. I guess there's not really like one that's the coolest thing. I I still haven't, I still haven't like kind of used used one yet. Yeah. But I my manager did tell me that um apparently I was given the like the go I was given like the okay that if if I was in Paris then for free 
I could film a video at Disneyland Paris. Wow. That's so, so cool. So that is really cool. Um, it's not like sponsored, but they gave me the okay to film there, which I mean, I mean, like, I guess people can it, film yeah. at Disney all they want, but like having the actual okay, it's, it's, that's really cool. Yeah. No, that's awesome. But other than, other than that, like things that I have done, um, I guess really like the big, like, like though, like my, a couple like wig sponsors, they're mm-hmm. all very, very chill. If, if you word things, you know, the right way and you are like excitedly, you know, emailing with them and you're like, hey, um, yes, I would love to review your beautiful $800 wig. Um, and what if I did that while I was swimming in the ocean? <laughs> and, yeah. and like like these companies, like they picture like a sit down beauty influencer showing their wig. But that is so boring to me Same. that if if they really like me, then like that's that's what I want to do. And I and I think that's what my fans would also want to see. So they just kind of got to trust you. Yeah, but so far, a lot of a lot of wig companies are super, super chill. And the, the last one I just did was wearing a wig until it falls off. Yes, I saw that and, one. And uh, this company I've worked with before. And it it was um, it was really funny just pit, like pitching it to them because they were like, OK, all all we really want is just for you to do like a water test. With okay. it. And That's I'm like, good. OK, easily, easily. <laughs> yeah. You know, not that I can really go anywhere, but it's it's really cool. Like you can make you can make a video anything you want. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I'd prefer like like you said, like seeing someone sit down and like just try a wig on is not that entertaining. I know some people do it, but like <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't be able to sit down and watch right. like a 10, 15 minute video of someone right. just like trying them on. Like it's informative, I'm sure, but I yeah. like, kind of hate it. <laughs> yeah, like I like how creative you get with them. So thank like that. you. I try. Better I mean, that it's, way. It's hard though because a lot of brands, a lot of brands do have their like guidelines written out. Like we need, we need two minutes of you mm-hmm. explaining this. We need you sitting down. We need an overlay of this clip. We need a three sixty view of this. And and so there is a lot of like structure you mm-hmm. have to like kind of ease in there in a smart and artistic way uh, to get it to fit your style. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's there's ways there's ways to do it. So I think you said this before that I don't really remember. Is social media your only source of income? And if it is, do you ever find it difficult to have that as your only income? Because for me, like I have a part-time job and everything. So like, I'm, I mean, I live at home still, so I don't pay rent. But like, I feel like having to pay rent and like having to be more independent, is it like hard to have that as your only income? Yeah. Um, social media is my only income. Yes. So for a very long time, it was just YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I started to get really bad burnout at the end of last year, I decided to not post as regularly. And when I was on this mini break, I was offered um, a voice acting role. Um, but then after the voice acting role, I ended up giving, like getting hired by them to give social media advice. Okay. Which turned into me doing so much, so much for them that it took up all of my time. I couldn't get back on a YouTube schedule for myself and I lost a lot of money. I lost a lot of views. I, I, I lost a lot by trying to divvy up my time while I was trying to take a mental break. Like, like yeah. I am so silly. Um, <laughs> but so then after that, I had a conversation because 
throughout like YouTube, I've I've taken on some roles of um, like even at social media events, I'll give advice on YouTube and social media and the smart ways to go about things and how to talk to Mm -hmm. brands and stuff. And I love teaching people like I'm a terrible learner, but I love (laughs) teaching. (laughs) And um, and so currently now um, I not only post or try to post twice a week, but I'm also talent managing for a live streaming app. That's super cool. I didn't know that. Which is really cool too because I used to live stream and Mm -hmm. so I did learn a lot about uh, like you know you know the tricks to it I guess. Yeah. And so it's kind of cool that I can find talented people that are you know great musicians that have five followers on Instagram and I can say like hey what like would you want to at least try because I can show you what a good stream looks like. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if in the end you don't like it, then it's fine. I mean, I make money no matter what. So, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, I just I, I, I like helping people. So like doing doing that side stuff is is cool to me. Yeah. Um, but in the end of the day, like I could have a part time job working at like a movie theater and I would mm-hmm. love it. Like I would love to work in a movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> like I kind of crave that uh, scheduling that like yeah. I've been missing for so long, you know. I'm like the total opposite like I can't wait to like one day not have to work at my like I love my like my job is fun um I work Mm -hmm. at Apple I think I could say that but I work at Apple yeah um but like I feel like I don't have enough time to do what I want to do so like it's kind of like I like the money but like I wish I had more time to like do creative things but one day Um, Uh, so one of my first jobs in LA was working for a financial management company, Okay. believe it or not, because I like, I was trying to do the acting stuff, but I ran out of money. And so Mm -hmm. I needed a real job and I ended up working there and that was a full-time, full-time job, Monday to Friday, weekends off, which is great. But I was making like stupid money to do nothing. Like I, like I didn't have to do anything. Like it was the most like cushy job you could ever imagine and I was just like miserable like the money was great and I like Mm -hmm. got to have fun and like run around and help people all day which is what I like to do but I wasn't doing anything creative and I didn't even have the time to do something creative so I remember I was on the subway going to work and I was reading a book that was called like f it do what you love Mm -hmm. Yes. Highly recommend this book to anyone and everyone. I mean, there are like swears in it, so it's like funny to read, but it's like a self-help book that's like, it basically like one of the chapters was like, if you are working a job, like you have to differentiate between like, if you're working a job for the money or if you're working a job for like the opportunity to get where you want to go. Yeah, for sure. And so if you're working a job for the money, then like that's great, but you have to be able to have that time off to do what you want to do and if you don't have that then in the end like how much is is that money really worth it you know it's really a good way to just like if you don't have that money plan to like okay at what point do I have enough saved enough of this where I can ask for a week off Mm -hmm. or you know I can ask for one less day a week or something you know and so that that job you know in that book (laughs) definitely started started the change of of me like learning who I am in like the work place. Well, it's a good way to look at it. Which is someone that's good at working for myself. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever find it hard to like balance your personal life versus your like 
YouTube life, I would, I guess that's what we'll call it. Yeah, they're definitely all together. Okay. And that that is definitely one of one of the hardest parts of being, you know, a YouTuber slash social media influencer, content creator. There's so many names. Um, but like that's the thing is like you make money being you and you make money doing what what you do. Yeah. And so like and especially with like the algorithms and stuff. Like, it was recommended to me a while ago that you should be posting on your Instagram story at least, like, once every couple hours. Yeah, no. So that yeah. your face is the first thing people see. Your name is the first thing they read. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that definitely works. I mean, like, you might get at least double, you know, your views on your story, yeah. which is crazy, like, if you post all the time. But, like, if you're always showing what you're doing or you're staging what you're doing, then, like what part of your life is real and what part of your life is private yeah that's like i feel like it's hard to separate those two mm -hmm. especially if it's like your job like how do you i don't know Mm -hmm. i feel like it's difficult it is it is and so i i just had um i had i like run into the issue last year two years ago last kind of okay two years ago kind of um of having like a boyfriend for the first time that also, he, like, wasn't as, like, public about his personality online, but, like, mm-hmm. loved posting and, like, wanted to be a content creator. And um, and so, like, like, it was cool that we bought, like, we both got to film and stuff and we got to film stuff together. But, like, there wasn't, like, it, it was really hard. We ended up having a conversation later, like, okay, we need to just not work together. Yeah. Not give each other advice on stuff. Like, that. then that's, that is really when I realized that, like, the person personal stuff, like, personal relationships, mm-hmm. like that, that is separate. Yeah. And even that is kind of hard for me because I think, like, no matter what, like, hard time you go through, someone else can learn from it. Yeah. And so there's a piece of me that always wants to share things that I've learned. Um, of course, like not putting the other person's personal life, you know, out there. Um, but like from my own experience. Yeah. Um, but you just kind of have to like pick and pick and choose what's worth it and what's not. And um, yeah. So with relationships, that's that's kind of hard because I love sh- I love showing people who I mm-hmm. like. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there there definitely has to be like a staged part of it. Mm-hmm. There has no, to be a part sure. where, you know, if, if you're live and people are asking you, if you're dating someone, if you're talking to someone, if you're on a fight, you yeah. like you just can't answer or you yeah. have to just come up with something. And yeah. And I feel like, like it's it's weird. It's yeah. Weird like a lot of like YouTubers who are very, very public with their relationships, when they end up, unfortunately, like breaking up with people, like I feel like they feel forced to have to like make like, oh, like we broke up video and everything. And I feel like. Mm-hmm. it's not like it's a different way of how do you put this it's a different way of like getting over it and like dealing with your feelings because like mm-hmm. when you deal with it alone and like by yourself and everything it's one thing but like when you deal with it and like your whole mm-hmm. fan base kind of like grew it into like liking the person and then they're like sad with you it makes you feel like you you're hurting other people like I don't I don't know how to put it like I've never been through that but I feel like <laughs> Well, when when me and my first boyfriend broke up, I chose like it was so hard because I had I was filming two videos that were both very, very affected from us breaking up. Mm -hmm. And 
it like there was I, I was just like split I was like I could there's one part of me that can be completely honest and just say like hey guys I'm not having a good I'm not having a good time right now because like something's going on or I can be the youtuber Mm-hmm. With the bubbly personality that people want me to be or, you know, that I, I should be for the views and for the brands yeah. and just be happy instead. So I chose like the fake happy, which, you know, was like hurt me because I'm very myself. But I like it, there was just no no place in time to talk about it. And it, that would really have to be something me and him both chose to talk about then. And yeah, it's it's a lot. That's a lot there. You know, for sure. It's it's tough. It's a, like, weird situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I only have two questions left. So one mm-hmm. of them would be, who would be your dream collab? You know what? I was just on Instagram Live, and someone asked me this, and I, like, I don't really know because I, I don't really watch YouTube too much. And okay. even then, I, I don't see, like, YouTubers as, like, mm-hmm. A, a dream to a dream to film with but yeah. i see them as like people that i'm like oh that would be cool to work with them one day um but like from my first you know hair loss video um brad mundo who is who does the hairdresser reacts series yeah he re- he reacted to that video and i think that's another reason why that like that video blew up that's another reason why he blew up on youtube um, from doing that series and we became friends like we followed each other after that and I met him at playlist later that year and I met him and his brother and you know we all follow each other online and keep up with each other um, but we almost filmed a video of him doing my hair last year but we didn't get to because the lighting was going to be off like at the hotels that we were staying at and so I guess that's my dream is to have brad who was one of the first guys who reacted to my stuff to do my hair now or like in the future you know so i think that would be just a cool little cross crossover timeline in my brain and then maybe the fans they care too no that would be a cool video um yeah so but i can't do anything with my hair without people getting mad so (laughs) i mean do you think you'd ever like re bleach it and re-dye it again like how you used to i would I, I I don't think I would bleach it again mm-hmm. because my hair my hair honestly does feel great right now and um, the blonde was so hard to keep up with and yeah. it just can't be you know it's you know it's it's not real so yeah uh, I guess I wouldn't bleach it again but I do really like when my hair is like red tinted okay so I might just do like those nice like wash wash in wash out like red ones that like don't last too long yeah yeah that'd be cool that'd be be nice yeah (laughs) um so the last one is do you have any advice for people who are trying to achieve their we'll call it dream in the social media world Mm, of course i do um people trying to reach for their dreams in social media um yeah just i mean i don't know it i feel like it's so basic like everyone says the same thing it's like keep going for it keep Mm -hmm. trying um and i mean that's that's really it though you know i have so many friends that i first made from you know being internet friends with people four years ago that they and all of them say that if they kept making videos they really wonder where they would be now and so when i say like keep going for it i mean like years keep going for it but that means change with the times as well and take advice 
and read about it, watch videos, like like figure like take the time to figure out uh, like how to do things differently every once in a while. Yeah, but keep just keep doing it. Yes, I mean, because like people are gonna find it. Like they just will. Like they'll just find you. Yeah, like I like how you said that. Like in high school in sec one, I think um that's like grade seven. I don't know if you guys use secondary, but grade seven. Um, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had like a YouTube channel, and I would post like <gasps> Justin Bieber stuff and everything. Like it was really weird, and like it was just it was <laughs> like, me having fun. Wait. <laughs> Wait, like, like, like the stop motion song, like, oh yeah, like that stuff. Yeah. Or? No <laughs> yeah. way. And I'd make like oh music God, videos, amazing. and like I would make like Just Mirror fangirl videos, like weird stuff like that. But that was literally like me, and it's no low key still me. But like, yeah, and then people at my high that's school amazing. found it, and then no. obviously I went to an all girls school, so they all like mm-hmm. made fun of me. They would like mock me in the halls and everything. Oh. So I ended up like Ugh. deleting my channel. And then I stopped for, like, four years. So, like, sometimes I'm, like, imagine, like, if I just continued and I didn't listen to people. But, like you said, everything happens for yeah, a reason. You never know. So. But it's hard. Like, there's so many bullies out there and yeah. people that bring you down. And so, like, that can be from, like, people you go to school with, people that are around you, your siblings, yeah. your family making fun of you, to then, like, people on the internet. And that can get, like, scary and, like, it's just you can get in such a bad headspace. Mm-hmm. But, like... Oh God, it's it's hard, but like, keep like keep going. Like people yeah. will find you. The right people will find you. Like yeah. that's it. Like if you post the content you would want to watch, then people who want to watch that will find you. Yeah, for sure. And like, they'll and they'll like they'll like it as much as you do. Yeah, like I mean, I always tell myself like if you don't get hated on by at least like one person, like I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's like it comes with everything. Like, not every single yeah. person is going to like you. So, at the end of the day, like, you shouldn't let it affect you that much because yeah. it's always going to be there. You just have to, like, pretend it's mm-hmm. not. I don't know. People are always going to hate. Yeah. They just will. Yes. Um. So, yeah, that's basically the end of this podcast. So, thank you so much for coming on. Um. I wish oh, we could have done you. it in person, Thanks like you said. Me. But, I know. you know, things happen. Maybe we could do another one. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I'm planning on coming to L.A., probably sometime next year hopefully this is all over by then but yeah hopefully. i'm planning on that but um do oh, you want to <laughs> do you want to end this off by shouting out your socials where people can find you sure um guys thanks so much for listening to the podcast i am hannah forcier you can find me on youtube instagram twitter anything your heart desires um my name is hannah forcier online so that's h-a-n-n-a-h f-o-r-c-i-e-r perfect okay cool thank you no problem thank you guys so much for listening to this episode i hope you guys enjoyed it and if you guys didn't know who hannah is i really hope you enjoyed getting to know her and please 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 don't forget to follow her on her instagram youtube everything else hannah forcier and if you want to follow this podcast please don't be shy the instagram is at behind the girl boss or you can find me on my personal at it's amanda Wan. Also, please don't forget to subscribe and follow this podcast and share with your friends. So I hope you guys enjoyed this once again, and I will hear you next time.